1: Plan savings with three lines of T Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
2: Welcome in to Vern's post game show.
1: Massey
3: not stopping in second and slides into third with a two run triple.
2: Here's
4: Josh Bernier. Unreal. Unreal. The Royals down six runs with. Eight outs remaining in the game. The boys storm back to win 10-9 the final score. Phone lines are open, Kansas City. Let's have a party on this Saturday night. Phone lines are open, 913-586-7610. Again, that's 913-586-7610. This show belongs to you. We get to your calls In just a moment, but first, I want to head downstairs inside that victorious Royals clubhouse and talk with Royals leadoff hitter, Royals first baseman, who went two for four today. He is Nick Prado. Nick, thank you very much for joining us following this very exciting win. Take me through your vantage point as you're watching the boys walk it off there in the ninth.
5: Oh, I mean, it was was just really cool to see Samad... Come up in that situation, obviously the big at bats coming before it, Blanco stealing some bags. And um we just we just put together really good at bats in fundamental baseball in that those last few innings.
4: Take me in that dugout, or I guess, inside your mind as you're on the field, as Shohei Otani hits that home run to put him up eight-two in the seventh inning. How do you avoid here we go again, we're going to lose How do you avoid the, the negative thought process when the scoreboard read a six-run deficit?
5: You just got to keep going. I mean, that's there's there's plenty of baseball left in a game like that. Um, you know, we've seen it against us. We've done it before. And um, it's it's just a funny game we play, man. Just, if there's, if there's, there's no time limit, so you just got to keep grinding at-bats out and keep chipping away.
4: You did exactly that in the seventh inning, with runners on second and third and one out, left on left. You draw that big walk that your manager just gave you a lot of credit for, for really jump-starting that comeback in the seventh inning. Uh, How good you feeling at the plate tonight as you reach base three times?
5: Uh, I felt like I was seeing the ball well today. I felt like I stuck to my plans, and
4: um,
5: you know, I didn't, I didn't chase out of my zones too much. So uh, their their pitching staff has been pretty good these last two days but i I thought we we just really cleaned it up offensively today took it to him
4: yeah bobby comes through with a couple of big knocks with runners in scoring position you do as well mj does as well this young core that at times of late has struggled with runners in scoring position how nice was it not just for you to come through but to see bobby to see mj come through with those big knocks i
5: mean those are the type of bats that get guys going um you know, you can you can really see breakthroughs in in situations like that with with especially with young guys. Um, and, you know, I know I felt it myself. So, um, just just seeing guys have moments like that. You know, those are the situ- situations we want to be in going forward. So, you know, get used to it, embrace it, and, and just keep going.
4: Nick, final thing for you. Uh, a lot of Royals fans are yet to be properly introduced to. Samad Taylor I can tell you this they all present in the dugout his presence in the clubhouse just his overall energy that he brings on a daily basis
5: no he's great man uh he just I mean teammate alone he's one of the best guys to have around but he goes out on that baseball field and plays really hard every day um he's always played that way and it's just it's really fun to watch doesn't matter doesn't matter the situation so um just all around great ballplayers
4: Well, happy for you, Nick, happy for the team, happy for Samad. Enjoy it, and we'll see you out there tomorrow, man. Thank you very much for the time.
5: Awesome. Thanks. Take care, guys. All
4: right, man. There you go. Nick Prado joining us following a Royals walk-off winner, their third walk-off victory of the season. As Who's writing this story? Samad Taylor draws a pair of walks, one in the seventh, that three-run seventh inning, another in the three-run eighth inning, and maybe my favorite moment of the game, Samad Taylor takes strike one, right? Bottom of the ninth inning, tie game, go-ahead run, standing on third base. Samad Taylor falls behind in the count 0-1, calls timeout just to take a deep breath. Steps back in the box, takes another deep breath, and belts one to center field to send the 21,000 in attendance home, with a smile on their face. That was my favorite moment from the game, but my favorite moment from the day was the 23-year-old Bobby Witt Jr. beelining towards center field to pick that ball up that Mike Trout allowed to just fall on the warning track. Bobby Witt Jr. goes out there, picks up the baseball, and brings it back, handing it to the hero of the day, the 24-year-old, Samad Taylor. Royals win 10-9. to I know you're smiling, Royals fans. Let's enjoy this one. huh? Lord knows that we've sat here. You've sat where you're sitting. You're in your car driving home. We've discussed, bemoaned plenty of bad baseball over the course of this 2023 season. So when you get a day like this, a story like that, a comeback like the one we just witnessed, man, you got to enjoy it. You got to enjoy it. Phone lines are open, 913-586-7610. Again, that's 913-586-7610. The attitude, I mentioned it earlier today on the On Deck Show, just the energy that Samad Taylor brings. You hope that he can be in the middle of it, that he can stir it up a little bit, now, is he a guy that's going to hits in the middle of the lineup? No, not likely. Is he a guy that you look at and say, we need you to lead us? No, not exactly. But he is an energy giver, as Rex Hudler is known to say. He is, as Matt Quattrero said moments ago, Walking up and down that lineup, encouraging his teammates, both in English and Spanish, bringing that energy out on the diamond, and also showing an ability to calm it all down in the big spots, a walk in the seventh, a walk in the eighth, and the walk-off winner in the ninth. How about Salvador Perez picking up Samad Taylor like he just walked off the World Series? I mean, think about the day that Samad just had with his friends and family in attendance, Bobby Witt Jr., the top prospect in all of Major League Baseball just a few seasons ago, darting out to center field to pick up your first base hit while a future Hall of Famer in Salvador Perez lifts you up as you hit it over the head of another future Hall of Famer, Mike Trout, in your first big league game. Unbelievable. Text lines there as well for you. 913-586-7610. Phone lines are open, 913-586-7610. Bobby Witt Jr., MJ Melendez, and the the gentleman we just talked to, Nick Prado, coming through with runners in scoring position. I've sat here quite often over the past 9, 10, 11 days, and honestly, uh, felt bad. Felt bad for these young hitters, these unproven position players. Because it was so evident how much they wanted it. How much with one swing of the bat they wanted to erase the 8-9-10 game losing streak. We talked about it last night with Bobby Witt Jr. in the double play. We talked about it with MJ Melendez trying to hit five run home runs. Well, how about the job that Bobby and MJ did today? In eight pitch walk with a runner in scoring position from MJ Melendez in the 7th. A two-run blast from MJ Melendez to put the Royals on the board in the fourth. MJ should have put them ahead for good, but Mickey Moniak made a spectacular diving catch in right field, or else MJ's the star of this game. Now, Bobby Witt Jr. deserves plenty of love for this game as well as he comes up with two on and one out In the seventh inning as the Royals are trying desperately to mount a comeback. They're down 8-3, but Bobby's at the dish with two in scoring position, and he doubles, plating a pair, and suddenly it's a three-run game. Bobby comes to the plate again in the eighth. Plates two more with two on and one out. Bobby Witt Jr., MJ Melendez, Nick Prado, Samad Taylor, all of them younger than 25, all of them coming through clutch. Royals win. They snap the losing streak and they set themselves up to win a series tomorrow afternoon with another future Hall of Famer, Zach Greinke on the hill. It's a 110 first pitch and I'll be on the air beginning at 12 noon. I'd love to talk about it with you. The phone lines are open. 913-586-7610. I better have some phone calls when we get back from this quick timeout.
2: Burns post game show on your home for royals baseball 610 sports radio and the odyssey app call from mom answer it call silenced
1: instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game
2: you have 47 new voicemails
6: Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show on your now home Jay for Royals setting, Baseball
4: in, in, in Kansas air, right City, field, 610 Sports Radio. It is gone! He got it just over the wall. Junior hits a drive into the left field corner, and that's going to go to the wall. Taylor scores.
3: Warner scores. Prado goes to third, and Bobby Wood Jr. has a two-run double. 1-1 one, one to win. Lines left center field. That's a hit. One run is in. Here comes another man home. And the
4: Royals have tied it. And the Royals win 10-9 the final score. There's a bunch of plays from the game. I want to hear from you. Let's get right to the people. We begin in Lee Summit. Ian, you're on 610 Sports Radio as the Royals walk it off. 10-9. Go ahead, Ian. Woo! <laughs>
3: Oh, man, Vern, I have not felt this happy
7: after a Royals game in a long time, and I'm so glad that I did not turn off the TV when it was 8-2. I am so glad. And what a way for this storybook, this storybook chapter, really, to come to a close. The kid who just came to town gets his first hit on a walk-off for for a team for a team that has faced trials and tribulations such as this, you can't you can't ask the baseball gods to write something as good as this. Uh
4: highlight it was a good day, Vern. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. No it, doubt it, about it, Ian. Thank you very much for the phone call from Lee Summit to Central Missouri. Let's talk to Brendan. You're on six ten sports radio. Brendan, go ahead. Hey Vern.
7: Like like what's going on. Uh loving the boys coming back and doing what's uh doing what's right, but just want to give a little shout out to Mr. Trout for letting that fall for a hit so he can have a walk off hit instead of a sack fly.
4: Yeah, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I don't um, do do you think that trout would have tracked it down?
7: Uh well, I was listening to Denny, so I had to go yeah. with him. He said yeah. he he probably could have got it.
4: Yeah, 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 I think so, too. And you're right, you're right. And good job on Bobby Witt Jr. to go pick up the baseball. Thanks for the phone call, Brendan. I see Vinny Pasquantino has already turned Bobby Witt Jr. running in from center field with the baseball. He's already turned it into a GIF. Bobby with a smile that only can be described as a childlike smile. Running in... You know who he reminds me of? He reminds me of the main character from uh, the Sandlot. When he goes home and steals his stepdad's baseball, the Babe Ruth ball, and he's running back to the Sandlot, and he's like, guys, guys, I got a baseball we can play. And He's just so proud of that baseball. That's what Bobby looks like running in from center field. Uh, Vinny Pasquantino says uh, on his Twitter account, yeah, this is going to get a lot of use. Let's go to Frank at Oberlin Park. Frank, you're on 610 Sports Radio. Go ahead.
8: Vern, what a game. I. We were at the game. It was the top of the six. Salvi grounded out to third. Um, their third baseman today played awful defensively. Um, Salvi probably should have ran that ball out. He probably would have beat it because um, the third base guy booted it. My kids were like, why isn't Salvi running hard? I'm like, I don't I don't know. think he would have beat eight. it out.
9: Paul, Red Heafall would have got. Him.
8: They're ten and ten and nine, so they're like, "Why didn't he run hard?" I'm like, "I don't know." So it, you just it, it, that that vibe. After that, we were like, "Okay, let's go get some Dippin' Dots." Went and got dipping Dots. Walked around the stadium, and then it was eight to five when we got back in our seats. And then the seventh eighth and ninth was a buckle up fest. And this is what I'm talking about. I've called in before. I've told you that the culture has to change. That they have to have some type of of, of you know philosophy change. These are the things we're talking about. We know night in, night out, ninety percent of the time you're gonna be out talented in this in this league right now. But this is how you have to play winning baseball. You have to do the little things, not boot the ball around the diamond, play small ball, still bases. We saw we saw what speed does today. It reminded me a lot of the early days of Gerard Dyson, those type of and that and that corp that came through and you saw the stadium uh, once he stole once, – once the, 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 the still at third was at – the guy stole third, went from first to third and stole, stole third all the way to third, that you could feel the momentum change and you could feel that. And that's how this team has to play. They have to play like this to get in a position to have – to win. If you can play some type of baseball that mimics this the rest of the year – you can build on something. If you go back to what you were doing in these last eight or nine games before today, and you continue to play like that, you can't. So you have to have this type of game to jumpstart your momentum, to get this club to where they need to go to play 500 baseball and eventually play winning baseball. But if you can't continue, if you can't see this momentum from today and move forward, then it's not going to matter. So hopefully they can seize this momentum today, play decent baseball for the rest of the season and build in the off season and get some things get some going.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Thanks for the phone call, Frank. I listen, I'm just enjoying this win to to me. This means nothing for tomorrow or the series in Detroit or the series in Tampa. The final four innings of this game, the angels walked six batters, hit a dude and committed an error. You you, want to talk about culture and doing all the right things. You know, the angels didn't out talent the Royals down the stretch. Now, the Royals got to capitalize on those walks, no doubt. That's why I heaped praise on Bobby and Prado and MJ and Samad because they're the ones that came through with the big knocks. But the Angels didn't help themselves out either. Six walks in the final four frames, a hit batsman, and an errant throw that gave up an extra 90 feet to Diron Blanco. Appreciate the phone call, but I I don't know if there was any sort of sea change or if they uh, did anything differently today outside of your stars were stars. Your one and two hitters, Prado and Bobby, performed like one and two hitters. Your cleanup hitter performed like a cleanup hitter. And yes, Samad Taylor was the star of the day, the hero of the afternoon. I'm not going to take what he did for granted. But what Prado, Melendez, and Bobby did, that's what we need. I don't think it has anything to do with culture. I don't think it has anything to do with playing the right way. It just comes down to executing, taking a deep breath, and executing. Thanks for the phone call. Let's go to Sam in Overland Park. Sam, you're on 610 Sports Radio as the Royals walk off the Angels 10-9. Go ahead.
5: Hey, Vern. Thanks for having me on the show. I was I was at the game, and I'm driving home right now. And it was an awesome game. I mean, I had so much fun. I'm saying right now we should enjoy ourselves, but we need to learn from the mistakes. I mean, it might not be the players. It could be the coaches. The third base coach wasn't, was, he wasn't always putting them back. He was, he wasn't, he wasn't sending them. And uh, I mean, one of them was halfway through and he called them back and he, he might've made it. But it was, it was a fun, it was a fun game, honestly. Let's just go out there tomorrow and see what, see what we do.
4: I'm with it. I'm with it. Thanks for the phone call. Yeah, well, there, there was one instance where Samad Taylor looked like, uh, I believe it was on Nick Prado's RBI in the eighth, Prado singles to right, scoring Nicky Lopez. Samad Taylor was right behind him, but gets held up at third. Yeah. Yeah. As I'm watching that game, I want advanced to send him as well thankfully bobby witt jr made that conversation moots as he smokes a 1-1 offering to center field for a two-run knock thanks for the phone call sam let's go to cheryl in hyde park cheryl ever since you graced us with your presence the boys have turned it around
0: well i think i i hope i left some juju there in the go. stadium but i i won't take credit you know this was such an exciting game, and I'm so glad it was played in in the afternoon because if it was played at night, I would not get any sleep. Um, this is the kind of feeling that I think um, I remember, you know, in that uh, those mo- wonderful days when they were um, uh, playing for a, a – playing in a, in a, when they had a chance to, um, you know really – Yeah, they were a playoff there, but,
4: team. They were a contender, no yeah, doubt.
0: Yeah, yeah. It didn't it look like that today? I mean, didn't you get that feeling? I mean, I did. I just thought, wow, this is just great. And um, I, I agree with a lot of your earlier callers, and I know you have a lot more. Thank you for taking my call. All I want to say is when the game was over and I thought, oh, gosh, now I've got uh, the postgame show and Vern and the callers, and I enjoy it so much. Um, but I was remembering how much I enjoyed the rev he would have enjoyed. he would have had something really great to say about this game and you know he always had something that was just so apropos and just made us feel so good um and if I don't get a choo-choo out of Mr. T I'm not I'm, I don't I don't know what I'm gonna do I'll track him down but anyway thanks Vern thanks no. to the team um it just was real uplifting and I'm I just feel like um this is hopefully a a turning point for us. Thanks, Vern.
4: Thank you, Cheryl. Nice to hear from you. Want to thank our friends at Rawhide Harley Davidson, the number one volume Harley dealer in Kansas for all their support this season as well. While she set the stage for you, Big T in Shawnee, you're on 610 Sports Radio. Go ahead.
7: Yeah. Hey, Vern. Thanks for taking my call. So every day is a great day when the Royals win and everybody, the streak's over. It's like they've been, stuck in this endless desert with with no water and they finally broke through today Heck, yeah, we love this type of baseball. Blanco, Garcia, uh, the the rookie today, Taylor. And, and speaking of him, Byrne, you were down in spring training. You know my aunt and uncle. They were talking about him. This is mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. This is a, a, a nice a nice day. We're not going to get too overhyped, but they broke the streak, and it was young guys doing it. And right. and how about SNL, Steady Nikki Lopez, I'm so Bern. glad
4: you mentioned him. Oh, man. Uh, well, how
7: about that cat? He sits on the bench. He just comes. He does his job. He draws two walks and that bunt. How fantastic! Everybody's been crying for the bunt. What mm-hmm. a fantastic job, and what a great teammate. What a great, great teammate, Bobby Witt Jr. Four RBIs today. Hell yeah! This kid. Don't give up on him. I still think he can. He can turn out and be a great player. Who knows if he can get to start him, but he's great he's great for this town and, and way to go salvador perez you just get beat up i heard you talking about him on the on your on deck show way to go burn that cat is a beast he's the captain he's king kansas city way to go salvador perez and you're right burn that other team their pitching staff those two two relievers sorry and or Durkin, i think was his name five walks. They gave that game away, but we took advantage. We finally broke through and that's what the type of ball we want to see in this town. Uh, Maybe we could get it going. Let's pick up the victory, maybe tomorrow, and and let's just enjoy the night. Everybody, how about this? Uh, Cheryl called for it, so she shall shall receive, as always. Let's go Royals.
4: Soria and Durkin. He meant Soriano and Davinsky. And yeah, they were uh, no bueno out of the Angels bullpen. Big T, nice to hear from you, man. Nice to hear the, uh, the choo-choo, which means the Royals won and the losing streak is over. Thankfully, so very glad you mentioned SNL. Uh, and if those of you uninitiated, that is Big T's nickname for Nicky Lopez. Steady Nicky Lopez. Yeah, for as much love as Samad Taylor deserves... For as much love as I've given Bobby, MJ, and Prado, Nicky Lopez and Diron Blanco deserve some love as well. Blanco coming in as a pinch runner in the ninth inning, steals second base, and doesn't notice that the throw went to center field until it's way too late. Uh, when he finally realized that, oh, Mike Trout has the ball, I'm sitting up here saying, too bad. Don't go. Do not advance. He's going to throw you out. But Dirone Blanco, being the athlete trusting his speed, takes off and beats the throw. And you want to talk about excitement. He pounds the third base bag. Once I saw that, you knew the game was over. Right. You don't see that type of emotion. I don't know the last time I've seen someone slap the bag. Well, outside of college, but that was a different thing. Diron Blanco, Nicky Lopez, Lopez draws a walk in the second, a one-out single to jumpstart that three-run seventh inning, a one-out walk to jumpstart that three-run eighth inning, and then a beautiful sacrifice bunt to set the stage for Samad Taylor, big T, nice job Nicky Lopez, not only getting it done on the offensive side of things. But we already know what a well above average defender he is. And you know, tonight, today, wasn't even his best defensive effort. Tonight, he led with his bat. Well done, Nicky Lopez. Well done, Dyron Blanco. Well done, Royals. Walk off the Angels 10-9. Let's go to Carol Lee in Kansas City. You're on 610 Sports Radio. Go ahead.
0: I loved it. I've been there since noon. I got my picture with Prado, Vinny, Hernandez, and uh, Barlow. And the game was awesome. And we're so hungry for this. I'm so glad the losing streak is over. The boys are awesome. I want to see them keep going. They've got the fight. They've got the
4: talent. Let's go. Yes, indeed. Way to go. And and what a de- uh, Way to stick it out. That's seven and a half hours at the ballpark. For those unaware, it was, if you're a season ticket holder, they let you come down on the field, on the warning track. You get to meet and greet with the players, take pictures with them. Carol Lee yeah, with Prado awesome. and Vinny and Barlow and the rest. That's a nice little group you got there. You better get a bunch of picture frames. Yeah. All right.
6: Thanks thank thank you very much for the off. phone.
4: Yeah, no problem. Thanks for placing it. Let's go to John and Mission. John, you're on 610 Sports Radio as the Royals pick up win number 19 of the season. Hey
3: Vern, what hey, a great John. win! Ivy. Yeah, Cheryl, T, Ty, and Sedalia, me, all the other regulars, you, we all needed a walk off. That was awesome. Yeah. And I mean, that's a great walk off hit for Samad. The greatest thing I loved about it was he drew two walks. Yeah. You know. We have, you talk about it all the time. Like earlier in the game or earlier today on the post game show, MJ trying to hit a five run Homer on a gangster hack. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it was awesome to see like, Hey, this guy is making his major league debut and he is calmly approaching and rationally approaching how to do it in a bat. Mm -hmm. I got that. That is great. I'm going to be like, I'm a big fan. That has to be such an awesome moment for his family, too, to see that. Like, Wonderful. What a great Major League debut. Wow. No, it, right. yeah, hard, hard to do much better than that. Well, I mean, he contributed to a win. You know, we, like I, I normally text. I don't call in. And one thing that was really awesome today was I tried calling three times, and it was a busy signal, which is nice. great to see that the fans of the boys in blue are still engaged, even in a lost season. So I, I, I love it. And what a great win. So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a big fan of this kid. He seems like he's got a good head on his shoulders and I just want to see nothing but the best. And one thing about it was, uh, and I have to admit, I was one of the guys probably in the minority of wanting to advocate for JBJ and Duffy playing. And I still would like to see Duffy play because he's, he's just a good guy, but um, young guys, uh, well, Blanco's 30, but this is just mm-hmm. up here. Mm-hmm. I get what you're talking about when you say it, Vern. Uh, young guys. But why, And we always say that our, our minor league system is not that good. Well, we just had two guys that contributed to a major league win. Like, maybe it's not as bad as what the rankings say. Uh, it was just a really fun thing to say. I don't want to make too much out of one good win. No, so, enjoy won- it.
4: No, no doubt. You got to yeah. enjoy it. You got to enjoy it, John. And and like you said, I appreciate the full call. Like you said, uh, John's here every game. Texting in after every game. Uh, most games. Okay, maybe not every game, but 90% of the games, John in Mission is listening. Big T, Cheryl in Hyde Park. Uh, Ty in Sedalia, who joins us now. Ty's there after every single game. Joey in Grain Valley. Dan in KCK. But uh, Ty, go ahead. You're next up on 610 Sports Radio.
3: Let's go. Let's freaking go. We ended the losing streak, and we got an exciting win. Everybody in Kansas City, everybody around Kansas City,
5: we need to be partying. What a heck of a game this was. This game was exciting to watch. You know, I'm glad I didn't turn off the radio when we were down 8-2. to Even though I
3: thought this game was over, man, was I wrong. This game was exciting,
4: and it was fun to listen to. And, man, the streak is over. And how about the Royals? Well done, Ty. Royals win 10-9. to My game notes following this losing streak, snapping victory. My game notes brought to you by J Southland Toe Service. Samad Taylor becoming the first big leaguer in almost five years to record a walk-off hit in his major league debut. Taylor, the second player in Royals history, to have a walk-off hit in his debut, only Kevin Seitzer and Samad Taylor, only players in franchise history, to walk it off in their debut. Samad doing it this afternoon, Kevin Seitzer back in September of 1986. Let's head out to Lee Summit, talk with Zach here on 610 Sports Radio. Zach, go ahead, buddy.
5: Hey Vern, thanks for taking my call. I've actually met you the other day at the Reds game. I really appreciate you your hospitality and taking a photo with me. Just quickly, I'm just I'm glad we had that sliver of hope. I know we were down eight to two. You know, we came back. Uh Samad Taylor looked really good. Diron Blanco, that's what speed do baby. That's all I really gotta say. I'm enjoying this. You have a good night.
4: Yeah, Zach, you do the same. Thank you very much for coming out and uh saying hi. Again, I'm out at Craft and Draft before each and every Royals home game. Out there one hour before first pitch. Uh and I'm always happy to talk Royals. So long as I'm not on the air, I'll talk Royals with you guys all the way up until first pitch. What a day. What a day. Twitter is a buzz right now with Royals players, former Royals players. I see Amir Garrett and M.J. Melendez and Bobby Witt Jr. all celebrating on Twitter. And and listen, you do the same. Enjoy it. Lord knows you've invested time, money, emotion, sweat, and tears into this team. What does it mean for tomorrow against Tyler Anderson? What does it mean for Zach Granke tomorrow? Who knows? What does it mean for this upcoming seven-game road trip? We'll see. What does it mean for the remaining 92 games? We'll find out. But just like we don't know what tomorrow holds baseball-wise, we don't know what tomorrow holds life-wise, man. Let's live it up right now. Let's enjoy this W when it's led by, as John said, as Ty alluded to, the reason why you won today was because Bobby Witt Jr. was clutch because Nick Prado was clutch because Samad Taylor in his big league debut in the bottom of the ninth inning with the game winning run 90 feet away, had the presence of mind to say timeout. Steps back in the box. Belts it to center field over the head of Mike Trout. Now, John mentioned, John and Mission mentioned what I said earlier today on the On Deck show, and it was when I was discussing yesterday's game. MJ Melendez was up there taking gangster hacks when all you needed was a little ground ball to the opposite field. The reason why MJ Melendez turned his season around in May was because he started to utilize the opposite field. but. When your team has lost 8, 9, 10 in a row, and you're the cleanup hitter, you're the former second-round pick, you're the guy that on the radio other people are saying he's going to hit 25 home runs, going to hit 30 home runs, you feel the responsibility to put the team on your back and win it for them. Didn't work out for MJ yesterday. Didn't work out for Bobby Witt Jr. yesterday. Bobby comes to the dish after the pitcher he's facing Hits a guy, and then walks a guy. Instead of seeing a pitch, Bobby swings at the first offering and grounds into a double play, ending the threat. Runners in scoring position, taking that deep breath, understanding that you don't need to do it all. You see those swings that Bobby put on those offerings in the seventh and eighth innings? How about MJ Melendez drawing that eight-pitch walk in the seventh inning? For as much as it appeared that Samad Taylor was mature beyond his years by drawing those walks, by coming through with that knock in the ninth, he too will face the struggles that we've seen at times from Bobby, from MJ, from Massey, from Prado, from Vinny, from Waters – from Michael Garcia, from all the young, unproven position players. Samad Taylor will go through his slump as well, where it looks like he's pressing, where it looks like he's gripping it too tight. That's going to happen. It happens to everyone. How long are you in it? How did you get out of it? Can you remember how you got out of it last time? If you're just joining the show, Nick Prado joined us right out of the gate, thanks to the Royals and Sam Mellinger for making that happen. But when I brought up those two knocks from Bobby Witt Jr., those or that two-run double in the seventh with one out, that two-run single in the eighth with one out. Even Nick Prado said those are the type of hits that get you jump-started. can serve as a launching pad. Could really get Bobby's season going. You know it's in there, just like MJ Melendez. You know it's in there. Two-run blast in the fourth inning. Seventh pitch of the at-bat, a slider middle in. MJ ties the game up at two, sending one 422 feet to the big part of the K. Samad's the star of the day. But the performance from MJ Melendez and Bobby Witt Jr. and Nick Prado, three of your top four hitters, not just today, but three of your top four hitters for the remaining 92 games that remain in this season. Three of your top four hitters took that deep breath, came through with those clutch knocks, didn't try to do it all themselves. That, to me, is the biggest takeaway of the day. Let's go to Connor in Overland Park. Connor, you're on 610 Sports Radio. Go ahead. Hey, Vern. Oh, oh my gosh. We needed this game today. Woo! What a relief. Uh, That's all I got to say, and let's go Royals. Yes, indeed, Connor. Way to do it, man. Get to the point and see you later. I'm enjoying my Saturday, Vern. Connor, I appreciate you checking in. Royals. Let's just say they got a win. I don't need to reset what the record is. They won today. They walked off the Angels, and they set the stage for a rubber match tomorrow. Zach Greinke and the lefty Tyler Anderson meet up. It's a one first pitch, and I'll be on the air with the on-deck show beginning at 12 noon. If you're on hold, stay right there. We get right back to your thoughts, and we'll head inside that Royals clubhouse after this.
2: Firm's post game show on your home for royals baseball 610 sports radio and the odyssey app
7: after the end of a good fight you deserve a nice cold reward Medela is the mark of a fighter you've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight the better the reward you put in the hours the energy the tough labor
1: let odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs advertise with odyssey visit ads.odyssey.com
2: welcome back to Vern's postgame show on your home for royals baseball in kansas city 610 sports radio
3: Walling now catching there goes the runner great jump throw to second why bother the throw ends up in short center and there goes blanco to third throw to third is not in time Ground ball, center field. Game is tied. Mikhail Garcia. In comes the pitch. High fly ball, center field. He's going to do it. It's going to drop.
4: They score at a single. The Royals win it 10 9. Unbelievable. The Hall of Famer, Denny Matthews, on the call, as heard here on your home for Royals baseball 6 10. Sports Radio Royals down. 8-2, to two, heading to the bottom of the seventh inning. Down six runs, down to their final eight outs. Nikki Lopez with a single, a walk, and a sacrifice bunt. Samad Taylor with a pair of walks, a pair of runs scored, and the game-winning RBI walk-off single. Drew Waters with an RBI double, a pair of runs scored, and he was hit by a pitch. Nick Prado with a walk and an RBI single. Bobby Witt Jr. drives in four. MJ Melendez walks and gets robbed of what should have been the game-winning RBI. And Dirone Blanco after pinch running for Edward Olivares, who hits a leadoff single in the ninth. Blanco steals second base, advances to third on an error, and scores the game-tying run. That's everyone. Michael Garcia with an RBI single in the ninth inning, and he scores the game winning run. That's everyone. Okay, I didn't mention Salvador Perez. You know what? The boys can pick up Salvi, huh? I can't believe he even played in the game. Guy takes an 89 mile per hour fastball off the hand, somehow doesn't break any bones, knock on wood. And he's back in there today. So the boys pick up Salvi. The boys pick up everyone today. They win. They walk it off. 10-9 to 9 is the final score. Just a tremendous afternoon at Kauffman Stadium. You see Hall of Famers and Shohei Ohtani. You can even say that you enjoyed seeing Shohei Ohtani hit a home run. Right. Royals lose this game because of that home run in the seventh. 437 feet to dead center field. We're not allowed to admit that, hey, you know, i I I've seen Shohei hit a home run. You know, it's nice. You you like to put that feather in your cap. But now, now that the Royals won, yeah, now you can brag about it. Yeah, I saw Shohei hit a home run. Big deal. Wasn't enough. <laughs> Wasn't enough to best the boys in blue. We'll head inside that Royals clubhouse coming up in just a moment. But first, I want to get back to your thoughts. Text line is open as well. The J Southland Tow Service text line, 913-586-7610. Kelly from Smithville writes in, Vern, I feel like a new woman. Oh, Kelly, I'm right there with you. From the 970, Vern, a journey of 1,000 miles starts with one step. Let's dig ourselves out of this hole and get another win tomorrow. I'm with it. I love it. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. Let's go to Kyle in the Northland. Kyle, you're on six ten Sports Radio. How about that dub?
5: That was a dub, in fact. Uh I just want to say listening to today's game was a bunch of fun. I wish I could have been there to see Otani's Homer, but nicky Lopez is my favorite royal man. He's a ball player's ball yes, player. It's good to hear him getting the respect that he's due. So that story you told about him bringing Max Holloway into the clubhouse when UFC was in town was pretty funny. And if you don't mind sharing that with the listeners again, but uh, my main point today, Vern, is driving around for Uber listening to the Royals games almost every night. I get asked a lot, why, why do I still watch or listen to him? And most of the time I tell them games like this or, you know, today are the reason why. And this is why we watch all the losses as always, Vern, win or lose. We still listen to you. There's,
4: my man, I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Kyle. Yeah, I didn't know who that was. Mac Holloway, a UFC fighter. He was in town. Nicky Lopez was uh, showing him around the clubhouse. Uh, and, and I just remember how because because it was the night after a fight. So his face was all bruised and cut up and whatnot. And I remember Jackie Bradley Jr. looked at me and said, and, and that's the guy that won? Yeah, Nikki Lopez, uh, very well put. That's a ball player's ball player right there. Where do you want me? Second, short, third, let's do it. Can lay down a sacrifice bunt, can draw a walk, a nice easy single right back up the middle, just like the old man taught you. Hit it where it came from. Hit it back to where it came from. Yeah, nice day. Nice day from Nikki Lopez. Nice day from everyone. Again, everyone in the lineup contributed with at least one hit. Even Salvador Perez, is infield knock to lead off the fourth inning was rewarded as mj melendez moments later would hit that two-run home run to put the royals on the board to tie this thing up at two apiece yeah two two after four mike myers would give two back in the fifth would give up a two-run home run to chris drury in the sixth jackson kowar would give up another run in that sixth inning In the seventh, Taylor Clark's scoreless streak ends thanks to the great Otani and that uh, first pitch blast to center field. And just like that, it's 8-2 Angels. But in the bottom of the seventh inning, Drew Waters with a one-out RBI double, Bobby Witt Jr. with a two-run double. In the eighth inning, Nick Prado with a one-out RBI single, Bobby Witt Jr. with a two-run single. And then that wild ninth inning that you heard Denny Matthews bring you the highlights of just a moment ago. Let's go back to the text line, 913-586-7610. Again, that's 913-586-7610. Linda writes in. Linda, thank you very much. Had a chance to talk with her before the game. I didn't know if you would follow through on your word, but you are. You are a uh, woman of your word, she writes in. Vern, it was really great to see you again today. Uh, we didn't get the perfect game that I was hoping for, but a win, and especially a walk-off win, is always a fun day at the baseball yard. Thank you for always being so nice to me. Always a fan. Linda writing in. Linda, it's, you're, a, you're, you're terrific. It's very nice, or very easy to be a, a, a nice guy around you. Uh, Riley in Latawana writes in, Vern, call me crazy, but it seems like this team has more juice once the bullpen takes over. Even when we don't walk it off, it seems like the bats only get going when the starters leave. Well, Riley, I don't have any statistics to support or refute that. But the first thought that comes to my mind is, and this might be uh, negative, and I uh, again, stats might prove me wrong. But what I've talked about so much with this team and these young bats, these unproven position players that at no fault of their own have the weight of the franchise on their shoulders every single day, uh, unless Brady's on the hill or Daniel Lynch is on the hill, to me, it all comes down to what the young bats do. And they've known that. It's been very evident since game one, it's been very evident dating back to spring training that this team was only going to go as far as Bobby and Vinny and MJ and Prado and Garcia and Massey as far as those guys take them. So they have pressure on them. They, in my opinion, add even more pressure. They put even more pressure on themselves because they want to succeed. Bobby wants to be that superstar. MJ wants to be that superstar. Not for the notoriety, I don't believe, but for their teammates because they love the game, because they want to play in October, because they want to be successful at the game that they love. Now, sadly, this season, the Royals pitching staff has allowed seven or more runs in more than 30% of the games. Royals pitching has allowed at least six runs in 40% of their games this season. And I would venture to guess that a majority of those runs come when the starter's on the hill. So if your starter's giving up five, six runs, we know the offense hasn't been fantastic, hasn't been great. So if your starter's giving up five or six and you're only scoring one or two, you're down by five or six runs later in the game, right? When the bullpen comes in, it's a laugher. So in my opinion, some of that pressure to perform, no there's always pressure. It's the big leagues. There's 20,000 people here. You're surrounded by your peers. You got Hall of Famers in your dugout and in their dugout. I'm never saying that there's no pressure. Or I would never say that there isn't pressure present in a big league game. But when you're down by four, five, six, seven runs, the pressure's not the same. So while it seems as if they have more juice later in games, I think that's because the deficit is what it is. You're not facing the big dogs out of the opponent's bullpen, right? The Royals' comeback today started against that lefty Ingram, who was making his big league debut. And after he recorded the first out, he went single, walk, double, walk, hit the showers. So I I understand what it might feel like, but I, I think that's more of a, a reflection, again, of the youth, the inexperience, and the sad fact that you can't expedite experience. You just got to play through it, learn from it, and be better because of it. That's just my opinion, Riley. Again, uh, stats might say that you're 100% right, but in my opinion, it's just because the pressure is not the same when you're down big. Now, today, right, in that that eighth inning, when it's 8-5, and there are two men in scoring position, excuse me, there are three men on base. Base is loaded. Bobby Witt Jr. at the dish. That's real pressure. Ninth inning, Nikki Lopez laying down that bun, Samad Taylor coming to the dish. That's real pressure. Now Nick Prado in the eighth inning, that's real pressure. When it starts to seem, oh my God, we got a chance to win. If I could just do my job, we could win. That's when the pressure starts to amp back up. And today they answered the bell. Today they came through with those big plate appearances, those big at-bats. Bobby and Prado, MJ and Samad Taylor, no doubt about it. Speaking of, Samad Taylor, let's head inside that Royals clubhouse and hear from the hero of the day. He goes one for three with a pair of walks, a pair of runs scored, but all anyone wants to talk about is that walk-off single to deep center field over the head of Mike Trout. Right? that That's how we describe it. That's what it says in the box score. It doesn't say that Trout may have had a chance to catch it. The box score says he blasted that over the head, of Mike Trout, that the future Hall of Famer was running as hard as he could to deep center field but he couldn't catch up to the blast off the bat of Samad Taylor. Let's hear from the hero following the Royals' 10-9 walk-off victory.
9: We're throwing a lot of breaking balls early. Uh, I think I may have seen four fastballs all day. So I kind of, the last of that, went in there, sitting breaking ball, took first pitch, seen it and then the hung a changeup and I put a good swing on it. And- we won the game. Where's the ball? I have no clue. <laughs> I have no clue. I gave it to somebody. Did you see Bobby go get it? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bobby came and got it. He handed it to me. I walked off the field, gave it to somebody, and I have no clue where we it's at now. How quickly were you thinking about getting the ball back? I to do That's it. I blacked out. I forgot about the ball. I forgot about everything. <laughs> I'm still kind of speechless. Um it's a blessing. I can't I can't complain. Like I said God put me in position and I came through and helped team win. Did your teammates do anything in here to honor that? Yeah, a little a little uh, food shower. Um, shout out to the boys uh but yeah, it was it was a great team win. Was this everything that you kind of imagined growing up as a kid? I know you said you want to be—you always wanted to be an MLB player. So,
10: what does this moment bring for you?
9: The, you can't even put this moment in words. Um, growing up as a youngin, chasing my dream—this isn't nothing you dream of. First, that first hit—a walk-off hit—you never dream of that. Um, and I'm, I'm lost. The words. I I have no words on how I feel about the situation. I'm still kind of taking it all in and. But I'm happy
5: though.
9: Trying to slow my breathing down. Um, on deck, I knew as soon as Nikki laid the bun down, I knew the the job was on me to to get the, to get it done. Um, anything to slow to slow the game down. Um, walking up, kind of kind of blacked out for a second, but got back to. Got back to it, and first pitch, like I said, went by, and I had to call timeout. Crowd was crowd was loud, and it sped it up a little, so I had to had to call timeout to slow it down.
4: Yeah, that was my favorite moment of the game. Him calling a timeout, I I just can't imagine having the presence of mind. I I again, I understand he's a big leaguer. He, he's performed very well at, at AAA. He's he's dealt with the pitch clock before. You know, maybe I shouldn't be shocked. But man, I've just said it so many times into this microphone, not like I'm any genius. But I've implored these young royals at times, man, just take a deep breath. In through your nose, out through your mouth. Because you got everything else. You're as talented, as athletic, as strong, as powerful as they come. You can get the job done just So to see Samad after seeing strike one timeout takes two big deep breaths before digging back in and walking it off. Man, that was fun. That was my favorite moment during the game. My favorite moment after the game was, first it was Salvi, (laughs) a future Hall of Famer, lifting up this 24-year-old that has played in one big league game lifting him up like he's Hank Stram or Andy Reid or something, and we're carrying him off the field. And then I noticed Bobby Witt Jr. We all noticed Bobby Witt Jr. running in from center field like Smalls with the Babe Ruth baseball, presenting uh, presenting it to Samad Taylor like that kid that caught Mark McGuire 62nd. You remember that? That that uh, the worker at Bush Stadium goes up to McGuire. Mr. McGuire, I believe this belongs to you. <laughs> That's what Bobby did to Samad. Uh, Mr. Taylor, I, and he's older than Bobby, so yeah, Mr. Taylor, I believe this belongs to you. So happy for him, so happy for his family. Great job by Bally Sports Kansas City who provided that audio of uh, Samad Taylor. Uh, but great job by the tremendous cameramen and women from uh, Bally Sports Kansas City to get uh samad's family up there in the suites watching them uh, wipe tears from their eyes Uh, man just even thinking about that image again gives me chills because you know for as much as it means to samad holy cow can you imagine what it means to the parents um to his family good for him uh let's go back to the text line royals walk off the angels they snap the losing streak they win 10 to 9 holy cow look at Elizabeth from Nebraska. Wow, uh, she writes in. I haven't written in this season. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, but this comeback win reminded me of that game against the Mariners back in September last season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, um, yeah, that was a wild game. That was the game where Luke Weaver was thrown out, I believe, for the 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 standoff on the foul line during the national anthem. Elizabeth, man, I thought you bailed on me. Just like I said about uh, Linda, who came out and visited earlier today on the On Deck show. Some of you, I thought you just said, all right, Royals. Vern, I love you, but I can't do it anymore. Elizabeth, nice to know that you're still out there, hopefully doing well. From the 316, Vern, today was my first game at the K this year. And it could not have been better to see a Hall of Fame matchup between Chapman and Trout. Chapman and Otani was a treat. But my favorite part was watching Bobby Witt Jr. run to get Samad Taylor his first big league hit baseball. What a great day. Yeah, no doubt. You sure know how to pick them. You wait until game 70 to make a trip out to the K. And boy, did the boys deliver for you. Holy cow. Anthony and Blue Springs, Vern, everyone in the lineup contributed to this comeback. Great team win. Yeah, only, look, the Royals had 11 hits. Only two batters had multi-hit games. Bobby went two for five. Prado went two for four. Top two hitters in your lineup combined to go four for nine, driving in five of the Royals' 10 runs. One more from the text line. This is from Elliot from Des Moines. Vern, I saw more good baseball than bad baseball today. Massive cheers to Samad Taylor. That made my week. Safe driving. Nice seeing you guys. See you soon. Royals win 10-9. to 9. Let's go to Dan in KCK. Dan, you're on 610 Sports Radio. Go for it.
0: Hey, Josh, how you doing? How about that?
7: Everybody Ooh. chipped in on the break this 10-game losing streak. You. Bobby, you four RBIs, M.J. with a two-run home run. ends. how about Samad Taylor, his first game, uh, the game-winning hit. And everybody chipped in that gave Dave a day off. And a great call great call by Big T. And I love uh, Cheryl's energy, too. So let's keep it going and take the series. Take care of yourself, Josh.
4: Yeah, I love your energy, Dan. I appreciate it. Let's head back inside that Royals clubhouse and hear from... Look, Samad Taylor was the star of the day, the hero of the afternoon. It belongs to him, no doubt. But what MJ Melendez and Bobby Witt Jr., that gets me fired up to get right back here tomorrow. I can't wait to see what those two are going to do in the finale of this series. Here's what Bobby Witt Jr. had to say after his two for five, four RBI performance, and then, of course, running out to center field to retrieve Samad Taylor's first big league hit and run all the way back into the infield to present him with the baseball. Here's Bobby Witt Jr. on Bally Sports Kansas City. It's awesome.
10: Uh, it's so special just seeing someone just doing that, and just it's incredible just to see just how he carried himself throughout the whole entire game and then that moment came down to that it's crazy how baseball works like that sometimes it's so special to see him do that and just celebrate him today and it was great to kind of snap that streak for sure.
0: Describe your run out to center field and what, what overtook you there?
10: Yeah, first dump the water on him, and then I just kind of saw the ball out there I was like I was looking around seeing if anyone was going to get it I didn't see anyone so I was like might as well go get it and make sure no one else I was afraid someone was going to grab it throw it in the stands if someone got to it later some security guard or something so I just kind of wanted to make sure he got that ball because it's probably very special to him now it's a hit and I think it was a ground rule double or something and so yeah very special Speed probably helps better for yeah him. oh yeah
4: I will come with you. I mean, two big big at-bats for yourself with a couple of two, uh, two RBI hits. How'd that feel for you?
10: That was good. Yeah, just trying to slow down the game in those moments. Um, just take it one pitch at a time and just try to just seize the moment. Just take what's given to me and just try to make it happen.
9: Bobby, what does this win mean for the team? And what can it do building confidence moving forward?
10: Uh, it's huge. Um, definitely just kind of, like I said, snapping that streak. It, it was on TV today earlier. Um, the Cubs, I think, went through this last year or whenever it was, and they had a 10-game streak, and it ended on June 17th, I think, the same day. So i glad we got that. This, now we got to start a new streak and get us get some wins going for sure. We've asked you a lot about runners scoring position. What, what's your approach, and how do you make that moment not bigger than it means? You just gotta slow it down. Um, know, the, put the pressure on the pitcher. Know they gotta come to you. And make they have to make a pitch, and so just let it let it happen. Just um, stay confident. Um, try not to worry about anything, and just worry free baseball is the best baseball, and just go up there with the easy mindset and just relax, live in the moment, in the present moment, and just take it one pitch at a time
9: down eight to two what was the mood in the dugout and did you guys feel like it was starting to come together in those late innings and you can do this
10: yeah you try to just stay the same Uh, you don't get too high don't get too low you never know really what's going to happen and so just really just trying to take it one inning at a time play it play one one by one and just kind of add up add things up and as it went on we came out with the win and that was incredible
4: Bobby Witt Jr.'s third career for RBI game, and in 14 games here in the month of June, the 23 year old's hitting 327 with an OPS of 791. Huh? All right. That's why I'm excited. That's why I can't wait to get back here tomorrow. Hitting 327 with an OPS near 800. Coming off a day like this? Uh, yeah, yeah, sign me up for more Bobby Witt Jr. MJ Melendez, two-run blast to put the Royals on the board in the fourth, his 16th home run at Kauffman Stadium. Since debuting, 16 home runs. Nobody else has done that. Salby only has 15. Bobby only has 15. MJ Melendez showing the power of, showing the eye with a pair of walks, including an eight-pitch walk there in the seventh inning. That's why I'm excited. How 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 often last season did I talk about my core players, the guys that I thought were at the center of the rebuild, guys that I didn't really even need to evaluate, Salvi, Singer, Vinny, Bobby, MJ. Those were the five guys that I thought were, man, I'm all in. Uh, These are the guys that are going to be the centerpieces for the next championship. The MJ we saw today, the Bobby we saw today, those are championship players, championship approaches, selfless AB, selfless plate appearances. I'm excited for tomorrow. Bobby, MJ, and on the mound, Zach Greinke delivering his Greinke specials. Five innings and a chance to win. You know what it is. Zach Greinke squares off with a lefty, Tyler Anderson. And shoot, don't worry. MJ crushes lefties. I lost both my bets again today, didn't I? Golly. I'm going MJ tomorrow. Yeah, We'll see. You know what? We'll figure it out tomorrow. Uh, Colin Settle, thank you very much for the help back at the studio. Great job. Great job, Royals. Great job, Samad Taylor. Great job, callers. Man, enjoy your Saturday, Kansas City. Live it up, baby. I'll talk to you tomorrow at noon. You've been listening
2: to Vern's post-game show.
4: Diving is MJ Melendez. Did he make that catch? He did!
2: Check out the All Things Vern channel on 610sports.com and the Odyssey app to stay up-to-date with your boys in blue. And
4: a swing and a miss! He struck him out with a fastball. Seventh strikeout for Daniel Lynch.
2: On your home of the Royals, 610 Sports Radio. We now take you back to regularly scheduled programming.